Hi everyone and welcome to Baka Bitches. We are two 30-something-year-olds who enjoy drinking and discussing anime. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Hannah. And we'll be watching Aron High School Host Club. And just fair warning, we will be watching this as a dub and not a sub. Don't come at us. Uh, other disclaimer is, is that there will be spoilers, so if you don't want to be spoiled, uh, pause and watch the episode yourself, and then come back and listen along. Uh, we will also be uh, going over explicit content, and we'll probably say some pretty explicit things, so listener, beware, and it's to your own discretion. We hope you enjoy. Pour yourself a drink and join us. everyone and welcome to our podcast where we are discussing Oron High School Host Club episode 1 starting today you are a host before we get into a synopsis of this episode Hannah can you tell us what we will be drinking tonight yes i can and i made a wonderful little cocktail uh, with random things that were in your fridge uh, half of it is blueberry sake and the other half is this peach uh, jack daniels Thing can that I found in your fridge? Sounds about right. I'm not really sure how long that's been there, Hannah, but this drink is phenomenal. Thank you. Alrighty, guys. So to give everyone who has not seen this or has maybe not seen this in a while, a brief synopsis of this episode is that we are meeting our character, Haruhi, for the first time, and we learn that she has received a scholarship to this very prestigious school called Oron Academy and she's mistaken as a male due to her short hair and boyish appearance. She stumbles across the host club while looking for a quiet place to study and accidentally breaks a vase or a vase worth 8 million yen. In order to pay off her debt, she is forced to work as the club's errand boy. Once the host realized that Haruhi has a natural talent for entertaining girls, she's promoted to a host in training and is told that her debt will be forgiven if she obtains 100 paying customers. Even after they discover that she's a female, they choose to keep that a secret because she's earning more as being an undercover male host. On her first day as host, Haruhi irritates one of the long-standing customers that Tamaki has, and she's incredibly jealous of any attention that is not being provided to her. So she ends up destroying Haruhi's book bag by throwing it out a window and into um, a pool of water where it has to get fished out. And as a result, um, our former client is now banned from the club and Haruhi's debt is raised to 1,000 customers. All right, so 
Since this is episode one, we are really just introduced to all of the main characters that we are going to see throughout this series. So I think we should probably start with just describing all of the characters so that mm-hmm. our audience has an understanding of who the characters are and our initial thoughts on them. All right, perfect. So where do we want to start? Do we start with Harui? Yeah, let's do that. All right. She's Fantastic. our protagonist. She is. She's our uh, golden child, if you will. So in my notes, I initially wrote down, because I have the context of having already seen the show, I already I already know that you know she is indeed a female. So despite mm-hmm. what I saw of her, um, initially I, I knew that she was just dressed to look the part of a boy when we saw her. Mm-hmm. So what I wrote down about her was that she was dressed mousy, which is really kind of a put down way of describing a woman who is kind of like disheveled looking and not really well put together and overall pretty plain. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it was interesting that I described her that way, even knowing what I know about her. But I I do feel like it's an accurate representation of really how she was looking when the when uh we first cut to her in the initial intro scene. What did you think? I would have to agree with that. Um and I also would say that she um is kind of boring to be honest. Uh I feel like boring's a good word for her. She is a Mary Sue type, um, which is a very common trope in anime, um, especially when it comes to harem type animes um, or reverse harem animes. Tell us a little bit about what those types of animes entail, Hannah. All right. So a harem anime is basically either um, a one- male which is usually the protagonist and he the other characters are basically uh female characters and uh in a reverse harem which is what Aron host club is is it's the main character is a female and the rest of the characters are males and usually the main character is uh, very generic and I get the trope and why they do that is so you can basically project yourself into that character being surrounded by whatever gender tickles your fancy. Um, so in this case, Harui is the protagonist in this reverse harem. Um, so she doesn't have much of a personality other than well, I don't care what you call me. I don't care what you think of me. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Um, so it doesn't lend to a very strong personality. Hmm. I guess that's kind of what makes her feel easily identifiable with. So Mm -hmm. when you're kind of like, oh, she's just average and just all these crazy things are happening to her. (laughs) Makes you feel like, 
it could happen to me. <laughs> because I'm a Mary because Sue. Because I'm so average. Or maybe that's just me. No, no. It's very much that they didn't... And they never want to give uh, those kinds of characters too much personality because then they literally become their own character and it's harder to... I mean, maybe you can connect with her, but you can't project yourself in that situation. So, of course, they got to keep her typically kind of bland. Um, She does kind of develop uh, some characteristics, but that's later down the road. Yeah, so initially when we're introduced to her, I feel like they try to give us just enough of her character so that she seems somewhat Mm three-dimensional. So we learn right off the bat that um, her mom had passed away when she was Mm -hmm. younger, so... You know, that helps you identify with her if you've, you know, lost a parent or a loved one close to you that, you know, you can identify with, you know, that kind of feeling of just loneliness of someone close to you having passed and, Mm -hmm. you know, feeling out of place where you are, which is how it's portrayed that she feels, right? She's at this school where everybody is rich and she is incredibly not rich (laughs) even so much as that she can't afford the school uniform which I would think that if she is so smart that she was already gifted this scholarship to this prestigious high school that they would be like it's cool we'll hook you up here's a uniform to use but no instead they're going to make her even more ostracized by the fact that she's not only poor, but now she visually represents being poor because she doesn't mm-hmm. match anyone else who goes there now. No. Like, how does this even fly? Well, it doesn't even make sense in how we see her. Oh, no. Uh, plot in holes episode. incoming. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, sorry. Um, usually in... I suppose or I assume I've seen in other animes that if a student from one school transfers to another and they don't have the uniform for the new school, usually they wear their previous school's uniform because it's still a uniform. And Harui did indeed have a uniform from her previous school. Um, So it doesn't make sense to me why she wasn't wearing that there. And instead, it looked like she raided her father's clothes, Um, you know, because they were very ill-fitting, very baggy. Um, It All in gray, black, dreary colors. Yeah, very dull. Um, And it just, it didn't, it didn't really connect because, I mean, she was just so sloppy when we know for a fact, I think in the next episode even, that she was pretty put together before she had to cut her hair. Yeah, so (laughs) what about having cut her hair made her change like this, you know? We'll get there. We'll get there. We we will. Or will we not? Hmm. We'll have to see where the drinks take us. (laughs) We'll have to see where my leftover refrigerator contents take us. It'll take us so far. (laughs) We got All right. So a statement she makes that stood out to me was she said, I'm thinking rich kids only come to school to have a good time. Mm. Hmm. 
it does feel relatable for me. So I don't know if you might have had a different experience, Hannah, um, because I went to a really large high school. Mm. And I definitely feel like that statement is true, where there was a lot of segregation among groups. Mm. And, you know, I, of course, did not fall in with the rich kids or the popular kids, which, you know, they were kind of one and the same. If you were rich, Mm -hmm. you were popular because you were throwing the best parties and you had the coolest things. Um, But they were definitely the ones who, you know, were running the clubs and did the best sports and were always picked for the teams. Homecoming queen, I'm sure. Right. Always. I don't know. How do you feel about that statement coming from a smaller high school? Do you think that that was true, that rich kids were really just at school to have a good time? Ooh. Um, you know, probably. Uh, I went to a private <laughs> a high school. Um, so, but I wouldn't say that our, our school is very rich by any means. We were still doing classes in second, third hand portable buildings um, that were run down. Um, It was a very small school. My graduating class was just 30 people, including myself. So um, it was a very small school. uh, And I don't think a lot of people weren't necessarily rich or didn't come from necessarily rich people or families. but I would say that some were definitely more well-off, and they were uh, part of the popular clique, all of, you know, maybe 10 people <laughs> um, in the whole high school, you know. Um, so there, were, there was still natural uh, cliques, um, but definitely not anything like what we see in this anime, for sure. Um, so yes and no, I've had a little taste of it, but nothing to the extent of probably what a public high school would give me. Well, you might have that to be grateful for then. Cause yeah, Mm -hmm. if you were not one of the rich or popular kids, you, you really weren't just, you really weren't having a good time. So I, Mm -hmm. I can, I can identify with, um, Haruhi's character in, in that kind of just miserable going about her daily life. Although while she is on the aspect of, I don't care what anyone thinks, I, I definitely cared. So yeah, that's definitely, very novel for her. <laughs> you know what? She is just wise beyond her years being what 15, 16, 17. I don't know. Um, and already to the point where, she didn't care what other people thought of her. That's pretty impressive, I'm going to say, especially for a teen girl. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And I feel like especially in Japan, where image is everything. Mm, Yeah, she really goes against that, for sure. Um, So she's really quite the oddball. Um, And I guess she doesn't care. She doesn't care. That's what it comes down to. (laughs) And Anyways, we've probably talked enough about about her uh let's move on to uh, let's talk about tamaki Ooh, yes let's because i feel like he is our little ringleader of our host club yes that becomes very evident that he is 
the the lead in in this group of troublemakers really they're all kind of troublemakers so he initially calls Haruhi gay because he's like oh look at you what are you doing here at this club it must be because you have a boner for me (laughs) because that's how arrogant he is of course um you know, but I appreciate the mindset that he doesn't care um, if you're a boy there looking to be entertained or a girl or what have you. He's just that's hey, true. He I'm was here. equally enthusiastic, no matter um, who was walking through those doors. You know, He's attention is attention. He really, <laughs> he was really hustling. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if any of these kids pay. I almost feel like it's a free service for the most part. Um, but yeah, so he is definitely, he has that main boy protagonist personality. He's outgoing. He is, his intentions are good when he does things, but um, it does tend to blow up in his face, I would say. Um and he gets teased relentlessly from his friends. Um, but no, he. I, I think this character has a really good heart underneath everything. But his personality is definitely to be out there and uh, in your face about a lot of stuff. Yes. And what was the word that Haruhi used to describe him? Well, it took her a while to get there, but eventually she figured out for her, the best word for him was obnoxious. (laughs) Mm. Would you agree or disagree with her assessment of him? You know, um, I don't personally like meeting people when they're immediately in my face. Um, Once I get to know you, then it's fine. Then it's okay for me to be right in your face since I know you here. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) We can be nose to nose. It's fine. Sponsor us if you want to see that later. (laughs) That will be on our Patreon that we haven't set up yet. Um, (laughs) Anyways, so I get her saying, oh, you know what? This guy is obnoxious because he will not leave her alone or him in this case. Um, because by the way, everyone still thinks that she is actually a guy and she refuses to correct anyone, um, for saying that because she just doesn't care. Yeah. She's not even like, Hey, by the way, she's just like rolling with it. It doesn't matter. She's just like, what do you mean? I'm gay, but leaves it at that, Mm. you know, well, maybe it's because of your appearance and like, uh, this was also in 2006, mind you. Um, so we don't have the 2022 20, mindset. <laughs> yes, that's true. And so. I feel like we're definitely much more progressive now Absolutely. in um, just what is socially acceptable. So, you know, in 2006 in Japan, this was, this was much more novel to be mm. occurring. But it was the anime in that respect was still very 
progressive because as I said, it's not like they were saying, Ew, what's a boy doing in here? Or right. you know, they anything just embraced like that. it. They were just they like, just All right, embraced it. we're game, <laughs> you know. Who, mm-hmm. who do you like? We have yeah. X, Y, They're They're there. They're a host club. They're hosting. Doesn't matter what you are yeah. or who you are. They're here to accommodate you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I can appreciate Tamaki and his uh, mindset about, I guess, how to run a host club. So, you know, maybe he's going to be a manager of a $30 million uh, host club enterprise. Oh, is that where older. we were going? I was going to say manager of a supermarket someday. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm wondering how he even became the leader of this host club. You know, like was he the ringleader of a middle school host club and an elementary school host club? <sighs> how does one fall into becoming a host club leader, especially in high school? <laughs> yeah, how does that even happen? Um bored rich people <laughs> okay i mean i feel like a lot of holes there are we're there gonna are we're gonna poke problems. all the holes in this and yes. um this is definitely one of them you know so if you guys have any thoughts or ideas to express to us on how you think tamaki came into this role as host club leader we would love to hear them even if they're mm-hmm. just speculation or theories you know we definitely we want to hear all of it and consider it and you know, maybe take your ideas for our own if they're super good. Oh, yeah. Not give any credit whatsoever. I'm just kidding. All I'm the credit. Kidding. All the credit. We will. We'll give all credit. Um, and also, uh, I've, I'm going to preface this as well, that I have I have not read the manga for it. So mm, I didn't even know there was a manga t- for oh, it. There's always a manga for um, shows like that. They Fair. start out as manga and then they get um, anime adaptions, usually. Um, so... There might be tidbits and extra information uh, in those in those pages. We just haven't yeah. done that. So don't come at us about that. I'm sorry. Um, we're 30-something-year-olds with, with jobs and lives and stuff. We don't have the time right now. If I was maybe 15 years younger, then sure. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. But um, not right now. So anyways, uh, get back to us with... Maybe your headcanon for that as well, if you have any. Um, so that's that's our ringleader. He's okay. loud. He's obnoxious. <laughs> obnoxious. And, and I also deemed him as smooth talker. He is. Because he does feel like he kind of is always verbally flattery and trying to talk his way one way or another into whatever he, he wants to get or see happen. Oh, yeah. And it I think it works for him a majority of the time, except when oh, it, it works comes for to Haruhi. Everyone except for Haruhi and all of his other friends in the host club who really see through him, but mm-hmm. just let him go about his antics. Well, he's even still encouraging it. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> they all are in their own ways. Oh, yeah. So speaking of lovable, let's talk about our little tiny lovable so we've oh. got our teeny tiny little boy type mm-hmm. i don't know how to say his name so i'm gonna hope you can <laughs> okay say it say it first i'll correct it's fine M- mitsukini close mitsukini mitsukini i swear guys i am actually half asian 
and I am actually white. Good job, Hannah. You know more <laughs> than I do. I'm just a nerd. It's fine. <laughs> they frequently refer to him as Honey in the dubbed version. So that's what I'm going to call him because that, it's easier for me to remember. Yeah. And it just really, I feel like it really um, exudes what his character is all about. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always got this sleepy, dazed look in his eyes. He's usually carrying around a stuffed animal or a blanket. Mm. Doing things like losing his slipper, you know. Uh, the dream. <laughs> to be I rich mean, and act like a little kid. The <laughs> real dream is climbing up that tall, hunky, masculine man. Oh, which one? Takashi? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Nailed yeah, it. you did it. Who we don't really hear much from, but that's mm. his type. Strong, he, silent type. Strong and silent mm-hmm. type. Can't get enough of that. Yeah, that those two really play off each other. Such um, an interesting pairing. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I get it, you know. Um, what strong, silent type wants this dazed, crazy little boy climbing them like a tree? Uh, I mean, maybe let's not answer that question. Oh, okay. But <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I it, it it just seemed like an awful lot. Well, I mean, I I this little get boy the is a third year. Yeah, I what's th- he doing? How's he here? He is there. He get a scholarship too. I mean, no, he he Super got his rich. parents' money. Is he actually old and he just like acts like an eight year old? Yeah. Or is he actually an eight-year-old that's so smart he skipped a bunch of grades? But continues to act his age. Right. Which I mean, one is it? That's a double plot twist. We don't know. I don't feel <laughs> no. like it's really ever explained. I, and it's certainly not explained in our pilot episode. Not in depth. We just see him as this cute little kid character, um, which for a host... Um, you have to be a very specific type of girl to want that. And that really, I mean, that's a different box to unpack, I think. I feel like you're if you're a girl who's into that, you're probably a younger girl. I would hope. And if you're a younger girl, you should not be watching this anime. <laughs> I mean... While it's quite wholesome yeah. overall, mm-hmm. it definitely has adult themes and so much sexual innuendo in it oh yeah that if you're like eight which is a reasonable age to be into this character you shouldn't be watching this no definitely i mean none of this i i don't want a, a kid watching about high schoolers playing like adults um and having a host club uh to begin with but um honey is a for me i can enjoy the character as this bundle of innocence um and what i would say he's he's a cinnamon roll um people who are like me who live on the internet and have since their teenage years understand that cinnamon roll is like a a name you give to something that's super adorable but there's no sexual undertones to it it's just straight up like that's a cinnamon roll i want to protect it 
with my life. Like, kind of like you would with with your favorite pet, you know? And I do kind of feel that way um, through the through the episodes, you know, and even in our pilot, you know, what we see is, you know, the girls are all fawning over these guys for their various aspects, be mm-hmm. it their smooth talkingness or their mischievousness or strong, silent typeness. But mm-hmm. really with Honey, it's just, it never feels sexual with them. It's really no. just like, Thank oh, goodness. how cute. Yeah, oh my gosh, adorable. the sweetest. Let me just give you a hug and give you a cookie Mm -hmm. and here's a biscuit and a crumpet and let me tuck you in bed and give you your slipper back. You know, and maybe that's what it is, is these girls or whoever who are hanging out with Honey in the host club are like, I have a younger sibling and they annoy the crap out of me. But when I'm over here, I adore Honey and it's like having the best sibling ever and they're so cute and I just want to dote on them and kind a of a bit projecting. of momminess with them too like yeah, let me just play mommy yeah it's just you know, so let me fun take care of this little kid but he's not really technically a little kid right um he's he's a teenager um and one of the higher grades i mean good grief i don't know um it's a weird thing but it's not um the first nor the last time we see characters like this in anime yeah, definitely true. I feel like there's at least one of these in every anime. Like Just they're like about. a staple character type. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's not just specifically boy characters either. It happens with girl characters. Um, oh boy, does it ever happen <laughs> with girl characters? Usually, yeah. it's always like that little girl, that little girl who plays like she's you know ten, eleven, twelve, uh-huh. and you're like, Ooh. but that almost. Uh, yeah, that's probably a different rant. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay. Okay, let's We'll find an anime like that for our next series. Oh, we probably for will. For sure. <laughs> All right. So speaking of different character types, so then we have our double trouble mischievous type. Oh, boy. <laughs> Are they ever. Um, this, this is where <laughs> there's a lot to unpack here, too, um, for very different reasons. Um, the twins, uh, they are very popular in this host club, um, specifically because Hannah, (laughs) let's hear them. No, no, go ahead. You say them. I'll correct you. (laughs) I love this game. It's like, I will literally be as quiet as possible right now. (laughs) You got this. Okay. Karu and Hikaru. Ooh, you got Hikaru. Nice. Uh, Nailed it. But it's Kauru. 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 Hikaru. Um, yeah, they are very popular for all the wrong reasons. Um, and I know it's... I mean, I unless think. you're into incest, then it's all the right reasons. Okay, that's twincest. But um, <laughs> it's It's bad. It's bad either way. Um, and it's really concerning. I have a lot of concerns for... Uh, the types of girls that are just in love with them as they um, flirt and touch each other. Um, It just, it still kind of creeps me out. I don't care um, what gender they are, same gender, different genders. Doesn't matter. They're still literally twins. I mean, I'm going to be honest, even if they weren't related at all, 
do you really want to see anyone being that openly PDA in front of you on a regular basis? And not to me? Absolutely. I have problems with that. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, really, like... A lot of the acts that they do, which they they really are just acts. Well, at least oh, I like to tell myself that they're just acts. It was neither it was neither confirmed nor denied. But I feel like even if it was just you know a high school boyfriend girlfriend, and they're just you know licking blood off the other's <laughs> finger, <laughs> no, or staring longingly into each other's eyes while caressing their cheek. I'm just, I I don't want to see any of that. No. Like, just go somewhere else. So, yet alone the fact that we know that these are, you know, two twin brothers just Mm -hmm. gives it an extra level of ick factor. Yeah, it just, it never sat with me real well when I first watched this. um, When I was much younger and... Even now, going back and rewatching it, uh, the twin thing is just, it makes me speechless still, because, uh, I don't know. It, it's too much for, for my heart. My poor heart can't handle um, that kind of sibling affection, I guess. Um, and, I mean, luckily we don't necessarily see see too much of this kind of um incestual stuff in regular anime um well okay there is another anime title um but we, maybe we'll save that for another season <laughs> give us a spoiler what is the anime name uh it's called vampire night and you nerds know exactly what i'm talking about oh boy <laughs> yeah so anyways we'll uh, we'll save that for another time um but yeah so yeah i don't i don't know if they like all of these boys sat around on, at a table and they said Okay, we see you twins. You know what would be great? If you practically touch lips when you talk to each other. And you do it really affectionately. And you uh, basically imply that you are boning each other um, outside of school. (laughs) You know, and and then what girl... uh, What girl goes for that? What... I don't know. I could rant about it forever. So, but I won't. I won't. I won't. All right. <laughs> so, what's our next character? So, our next character uh, would be our our <laughs> well, our uh, he's behind the scenes, right? Um, he would be our cool type. And why don't you say the name? Um, that's so mean. You know I can't say his <laughs> name, Hannah. Uh, for reference, guys, I have a printed wiki sheet with faces <laughs> and names all printed out on it for me <laughs> because this is how I keep it straight. So, um, if you guys don't know, Hannah is our resident anime expert. I expert. enjoy anime, but, um... Not quite with as much passion as Hannah does. <laughs> I was 
born with anime in my blood. (laughs) So here we are. It's going to be great content. Um, Okay, I think his name is Kiyoya. Kiyoya. Yeah. No. Kiyoya. Kiyoya. You had it the first time. Wow. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailing all of it. Yeah. I'm doing amazing. And uh, what we find out is he is uh, basically the showrunner of this group. He's right. He lets Tamaki think that he's running things when really he's pulling all the strings. Tamaki is the face, if you will, the personality. But really, it's Kyoya that's running the that steamboat or train or whatever. He he's just. I mean, they're rich. It's probably a yacht. Oh, yeah, fair. It's a yacht. (laughs) Yeah, so we have Kyoya. He's our cool type. He is kind of mysterious in a way because he doesn't um, say much, kind of like uh, our other tall, silent type. Um, But he's he's the manager. Um, He... He knows how to make money off of this host club. Which, that's obviously what they need, is just more money. Yeah. Because they're not spending crazy amounts of money on whatever fun shenanigans they want to have for that particular day, or even hour, as they transform the club overnight into various partying venues. Yeah, different themes and all of that. No, like, he, he is the brain uh, for the whole operation. Mm. And, um, you know, honestly, I can relate to Kiyoya in that sense. Because you're the brain of this operation? <laughs> no, because I noticed his personality is that he finds a way to turn anything into a profit. And that's oh. usually where my mind goes. Granted, I have not actually uh, turned anything into a profit yet. Um, but that's where my mind goes, where it's like, oh, if I do this, I can, I can do, take this part and make money off right, of it. Right, to have a business mindset. Yes. And, it, well, I grew up in that. So, um, I can see like, oh, I could probably make money off of things, but do I, do I do that? No, no, I don't. Your potential is there, Hannah. You got it's it. Poten- it's so much Your potential. potential. Now that I'm in my 30s. <laughs> Amazing. There's no better time than the present, right? Mm-hmm. Better late than never. I mean, yeah. <laughs> For some of us. All right. So that, I feel like, fully summarizes our main characters that we see reoccurring throughout our series here. Mm-hmm. So my main question for you, Hannah, is what is your preferred host type? Ooh, that is a really good question. I don't think there's just one type. Um, I love a smooth talker, but I also like the the cool and collected type. Um, you know, you mix those two together. They're just unstoppable. <laughs> the cool, smooth talker? I would say oh, yeah. so. I mean... What girl would not, you know, buckle at the knees for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that definitely does sound um, quite alluring. Doesn't it? As much as I want to agree that that would be my type too, mm-hmm. I feel like um, I, I am most 
drawn to that curious, mischievous, playful nature. Not Ooh. the twincest. Not here for that aspect of right. it. But I'm here for all the fun, all the games, doing something different all the time. Mm. You never know what to expect. And I'm here. I'm full fucking here for that roller coaster of rides. <laughs> the high highs and the low lows. Like, let's do the it. Let's lows. buckle up. Ooh, boy. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, if the low low gets too low, then you just abandon ship. You find the next one. You find the next exciting yeah, adventure. Yeah, that's the, plan. the next set of incestuous twins. Nope, nope, oh. nope. Oh. Already said, not here nope. for that part. Oh, okay. All the other parts. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else but that. Okay, okay. I see you. I see you. I get it. Yeah. So I feel like um, that's about it for episode one because we're really just set up to find out that Haruhi has broken that 8 million yen vase. 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 That's when you know it's expensive, is when you call it a vase. Which for our American listeners is about $54,000. And that was as of 2006. So. Ooh. A hell of a lot more if you count inflation. Ooh, especially 20. So that's how she gets roped into host club because she owes this massive debt because she accidentally bumped into this vase, knocked it over and broke it. So now she's in debt. So that's that's how she ends up becoming part of this host club. Shenanigans, really. And we're using the word shenanigans a lot because it exemplifies so much of the show. It does. I mean, and she goes along with it. I mean, she's running around doing chores. I think she kind of likes it. She's not really had a social thing before, right? And she kind of, I feel like she's kind of here for it. Deep down, maybe. But outwardly, she doesn't show it too much. Yeah, she does seem pretty neutral. But I mean, I don't feel like she would really keep coming back. If she didn't have to. I mean, I know she says Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I have this debt I need to pay off. But I feel like if it really was so irksome to her that she could just be like, I have to study, which you True. think that she would because she's only going to the school based on a scholarship. Right. I feel like she'd need the urgency to study all of the time. Because In- instead of spending smart. all this time on the so-called shenanigans but, that we're seeing. But let's be honest, we, we haven't even seen a teacher on campus. It's just uh, <sighs> these students in a quote-unquote abandoned music room, um, which is the host club, and uh, not a teacher, not a principal in sight. Um, so, you know, hmm. it almost seems like a really... Uh, over, well, overpaid for like kindergarten or daycare for these teenagers. I would love to be a teacher at this school. Ooh, you know what? Me Where you too. could just take a hands-off approach and the kids just leave you alone. They just go to the music room and entertain themselves. <laughs> you could just like yeah. crawl underneath your desk and take a nap. Oh, a nap sounds heavenly. Yeah. Yeah. They're so rich, they just take care of themselves. And do you think the pay would be better? I mean, I'm hoping that some parents might pay me off to give their kids a good grade. Ooh, there you go. If the price was right, I would do it. I mean, that's... Just kidding. 
Wait, I'm not an educator. Doesn't matter. I do it. <laughs> I mean, it's basically a math 101 for the rich, right? Just how how many this is dollars? Of hard knocks. <laughs> how we'll many pay dollars what it takes. does it take to pay off this person? Mm. Count it out, son. One thousand, two thousand. Here for it. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's good. Like as much as I bash this anime or I'm kind of critical of the characters or what they do. I really do love this anime. It's one of my comfort animes, something that I'll watch from time to time. So, you know, I can't complain. I'm excited about this. I definitely am too. I'm looking forward to our next episode where we discuss episode two. Ooh, boy, me too. All right, everyone. Well, it has been nice. We hope that you enjoyed reminiscing with us or watching this for the first time if you're watching this alongside us well listening really exactly (laughs) we feel so close to you that we feel like you're here with us (laughs) yeah that's right watching us constantly all righty all right bye